this recording going here. Okay, I got a couple of announcements here before we get started. Uh, first of all, some people, you'll, you'll notice that when you go to listen to the podcast that um, some of them, you have to be a subscriber. And you're probably wondering, uh, how do I become a subscriber? I think it's like $3 a month uh, to be a subscriber. And then you get to listen to all of the all of the ones, and but most of them are free, so it's not like there's that many. But there's a few that I thought that they were like so instrumental and so so good at uh, explaining things that I think I should charge for them. So it's um, you have to in order to do this, you can't go to Spotify. You have to go to Anchor.fm forward slash Robert dash Lee dash Camp, and that's where you subscribe in case you get confused. Just subscribing to Spotify does not give you access to those uh, those podcasts that are locked to subscribers only. Okay, that's the first uh, announcement. Uh, the next announcement is we have a class next Saturday. There's still room if you would like to join. This is called the Hidden Cards in Yearly, Yearly Spread. So this is a class that is going to teach you about all these other cards that you're not aware of that give you a lot more information about each period of the year and about each year. Now, um, this is not something everybody needs to do. You know, I mean, it's it's certainly like an optional thing but there are people that really want to know everything they can know about the future or looking at the present and looking in the past they want to know as much as they possibly can uh and so in this class i'm going to talk about all the cards that are not really apparent to everyone reading the book and how to find them how to use them how to interpret them and how to get the most out of your reading using these cards. And that's next Saturday. Uh, most of you have gotten the announcements. You're probably sick of getting the announcements by now. Uh, but here is the link, uh, just in case anybody wants to check it out. I put it in the chat also. Okay, let's see. My next announcement is, oh, I discovered like um, the last couple of podcasts we had a uh, hundred people. This is like the first time in the last two times I did a hundred people were on the podcast and I didn't know, but my subscription with zoom was only allowing for a hundred people. So some people weren't able to get in. Um, so I did, I looked, I looked into it a little bit deeper and I realized I had to sort of I had to upgrade my subscription. So now there's, I think it's, I think it's now like 500. It's 500 now. So that's never going to happen. So anyway, you're, you're not going to be locked out of these podcasts in the future, even if there's more than a hundred people like there was in the past. Um, so uh, it took me a while to figure it out because um, they had different plans. And it was a little confusing. I had to talk to them and, and get some information about that. I want to share with you some things um, before we get into our topic tonight. Um, if you ever go on YouTube, there is this um, there's this channel called Mystery Scoop, 
S-C-O-O-P, mystery scoop. Okay, it's two words. And it's really cool what this guy does. Um, he takes he takes paintings and pictures of people that were taken or made a long time ago. Um, like even paintings from the 1800s or the 1700s, uh, maybe not 1700s, but definitely the 1800s. And he brings these, these pictures to life. And it's men and women, mostly women, I guess. Um, but he he brings them to life. He has, it's really freaky in a way because you know these people are dead, but you get to see their face just come alive and you get to see them smile and their eyes blink. It is just amazing. And I, I'm just, um, I'm mesmerized, mesmerized by some of these uh, some of these ones that he did. Uh, I just think you might enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Uh, there's a bunch of them uh, that, that they've done. It's called Mystery Scoop. You might want to check it out. I really, really like it. Okay, the next thing here is, let's see, what do we got here? So I, I saw, I watched, you might, you might, uh, you might actually know by now that I watch a lot of YouTube videos. It's a long story why I do that. I'm not going to get into it. But I watched one the other day, and um, it said that the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, had just reported that in August of this year, uh, the death rate, uh, 50% of COVID deaths were vaccinated people. 58% of COVID deaths were vaccinated. Now, a year ago, according to this guy, a year ago, it was 14%. And in March or something, it was like 21% or something like that. And now it's gotten up to 58%. And yet they're still recommending people get vaccinated. So it's very odd. And I, I did a little research into it myself because I just wanted to see, is this like fake news? I mean, it's so easy for somebody to put fake news. I mean, he did, he did actually, um, you know, he did uh, show the website, the webpage on the CDC website. Uh, he didn't stay on it very long, but he did show a page. So I, I went on the CDC website myself and took a look and I found this one report that was done. Let's see, this was done in, hold on, in August of this year. And it reports on deaths in the hospital, people that died in the hospital. And of people that died in the hospital from COVID, 34%, 33.4% were unvaccinated, and the rest were vaccinated. So that's actually 65.4%. Uh, of the people that on this particular report who who died in the hospital, who were died in the hospital of COVID, were vaccinated people. So it's just something to be aware of. And there's all kinds of conspiracy theories about vaccinations. And I'm not going to get into all that. That's a little bit too much. Okay. Next little piece of news. This is I think this is really interesting. I saw an article a couple of days ago. 
it caught my eye because I'm really totally into like time travel in the future. So there was this guy who claims to be a time traveler from the year 2671. And he said, four big events will occur in December of this year. And he's doing this to prove that he's real. And he gave dates. And these are the dates that he gave. He gave, uh, let's see, you might want to write these down. Uh, where did where do they go here? Let's see here. Do, do, do. December 8th, December 12th, December 20th, and 25th, Christmas. So he didn't say what's going to happen, just really big things. And he said that the December 20th was like this um, uh, biggest event ever, biggest event in history. Um, is going to happen like on December 20th to, to the 25th. Okay. So it will be, I love it when people make a prediction like this and stick their neck out. And uh, you might not have heard of this at all. That's fine. Um, uh, I love it when they go out on the, when they go out and make a, uh, make a, a, a prediction like this, because if they're wrong, you can just write them off. If they're right, that's, that's great. You know, he made some other predictions for next year too, January, February, March, and so forth. Uh, I guess I could put this in the chat too, in case any of you want to read it. It's, it doesn't have a lot of information, but it has just the brief things that he said. You might want to check it out. So I, um, I, I've become aware of, um, uh, of things going on. Uh, we're going to talk about celebrities now. Um, and well, I'll, I'll just get to that part when we get to it. Okay. I'll just get to that part here in a little bit. So what I like about celebrities is, is that we can look at their cards and we can learn about a lot about people. Now you can try to predict for celebrities, like you can try to make a prediction for Putin or for anybody, right? You can try to make a prediction for these people. Um, but there's a lot that we don't know. And it's really difficult to predict a, for somebody that you really don't know what's really going on for them. Uh, I'm almost like of the mind that it's not really worth it to uh, try to predict for celebrities in most cases. I mean, there are times when it's just so obvious, but we just don't know. Now the cards can tell us if they're having a hard year or a hard period, or something like that, but we may not ever know what it's really about. We may not really know what is really going on for them that's difficult. Um, so because, you know, a lot of this is not, is kept from our, the, the media doesn't report on everything. I mean, you don't see reports in the media about all these COVID deaths and so forth. You know, it's just like, you can't, you can't count on our, our major news outlets to give you information that's really, uh, uh, truthful. Every once in a while, they get some stuff and they get it right. But but you know, that's not that's not something you can count on for sure. So you know, I, I I'm not taking any sides here politically. I mean, I must admit that if I was if I was to be categorized as either a Democrat or a Republican, I'm probably more on the Republican side. And I think anybody who's an ace or a ten would probably be more on the Republican side uh, because the Republican side is all about self-responsibility. 
Now, everybody will, you could say, well, self-responsibility, that's really good. Everybody should be self-responsible. Yeah, but if you're a nine uh, or if you're a Pisces, you don't live in the world of self-responsibility. It's the opposite world where there's people that need help and 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 it's okay to be needy and to ask for help. And, you know, it, it's very, very, um, very, very different, very different, depending on what your card is. Yeah, I can do that, Diane. Uh, but I'm going to be sharing my screen in other ways, and there's going to be music later and so forth, too. So we'll get around to it. You guys weren't able to see me, actually. Uh, I thought you could see me anyway, even though I was sharing that screen. I guess not. Okay. Um, so getting back to the subject. So I like to let's let's take a look at these celebrities just from like what kind of person they are and what's the good and bad of, the, of their birthdays. Okay. And we'll see. We have, first of all, we have Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden is the king of hearts with four clubs and a four spades, uh, planetary ruling card, double fours. This makes him very powerful. Not only did he see a king, but the four of clubs has an eight of clubs in Mars. It's one of those cards that you just don't want to tangle with um, on the, um, you don't want to tangle with them in the legal situation. So, you know, Really, really good. Got a strong intellect, uh, very strong-willed. You know, he's been caught like fondling, petting girls all throughout his career. That's a King of Hearts thing, you know. To him, all to a King of Hearts, in, in a certain way, to a King of Hearts man, all women are part of their harem. You know, not that they're having sex with him, but they just. And you know, he's also a Two of Hearts decanate ruler, so he's a double heart. And it's interesting, I'm not saying he's a pedophile, but there's a lot of um, a, the people that have been caught, you know, being pedophiles like R. Kelly. Uh, and who else was it? Uh, and, uh, the one who died in prison. Sorry, I can't remember right now. But these guys all had heart ruling cards or they were a heart, you know. So hearts, it's not that all hearts are pedophiles or anything like that, but it's very common for people who get caught uh, molesting younger people to be a heart card. It's just very interesting how that works out. Um, but that's how it works out. So, I mean, Joe, I think Joe, is, is he's he wants to take as a king of hearts. We, he looks at us like like we're his we're his people. He's the king. Yeah. Thank you, Jeffrey Epstein. He's the king. And he's he's here to like, you know, and he's got a good mind. He's got a really good mind. And so he's doing as best he can. Okay. Um, now he happens as as I've talked about earlier in a previous show, he happens to be moon to Putin. He happens to be moon to Xi Jinping in China. So I don't know if that affects his, if that has an effect on his being able to deal with China and Russia effectively. It doesn't seem to be like it's problem yet or, or now up until now, but it could be, it, it's a possibility being the fact that he's four clubs is moon to their two of diamonds. Okay. He's got that going and there's no other, like he's not Saturn to them or anything like that that could, that could help offset that, that thing. So, you know, we'll have to see. So, okay, let's move on to Donald Trump. Three of, three of diamonds, ace of spades, and nine of clubs. So, you know, three of diamonds is this is the part of him that 
gets bored easily. He he wants to do business. Uh, he wants to be. He he changes his mind a lot. You know, he's a Gemini. He's a Gemini too. You know, and Gemini's can just flip from one subject to the other so quickly it'll make your head spin. Okay. Um, so he's just three of diamonds, and you know, threes, threes, they they can be dishonest very easily, just like Gemini's. Gemini's are considered to be like the sign with the most dishonest people in it, you know, people making up stories or people just saying whatever other people think they want to hear in order to get what they want. So, you know, uh, he's a Gemini and he's a three too, because three is three is connected to Gemini. Gemini rules the third house in astrology. So three is connected to Gemini. So he's a three and he's a Gemini. So we have a lot of that going on with him, you know, saying things and saying something else. He's also an ace of spades. And this ace of spades, it makes him very, very smart. Ace of spades are super smart. Why? Because they have a two of clubs second karma card. However, in some cases, being an ace of spades ruling card or being any ace ruling card can make you extremely selfish and think about everything in terms of what you're going to get out of the situation. So I see that with him, you know, like he was finagling deals upon deals while he was president to to put money in his pocket. You know, now he's in trouble with, you know, uh, he's got several lawsuits against him. Uh, a lot of Republicans are uh, are basically abandoning him. They, they just feel like he's old news and they don't want to they don't want to deal with him anymore. Um, so, you know, I don't. I, I'm not predicting the, the next uh, presidential race, but he does have some difficult cards this year. He's got a nine of hearts, Pluto, nine of spades result. He's got some sixes connected to his Saturn cards that are his Saturn periods coming up. I mean, he's in a good year. He's in a good year, actually, uh, but uh, overall, but he's got some difficulties. And I don't even know if he's going to get through this. I don't know if he's going to get through this to even be a runner in the election. Okay. Okay. That, that brings us on to Ron DeSantis. Now, Ron DeSantis happens to be born on September 14th, which is the birthday of my good friend who died here about five months ago, uh, who was actually running for sheriff, interestingly enough, here in our county. And he was, he's my next, he was my next door neighbor. And we became friends. And honestly, he was a he was a really really good man. I mean, he he I think being see you have to understand that being a Virgo, people that are Virgos unless their cards are like wacky like fives and threes and a lot of that going on, Virgos are really committed to some ideal of perfection in their life. They want to perfect things. They want to be more perfect themselves and they want to perfect things around them. So, being a 10 of clubs and an 8 of diamonds, two of the three cards in the crown line, you know, these people are destined for some sort of great uh, position in life. And, you know, my best friend was such a good neighbor. When we would leave on vacation, he would watch over our place. Uh, he would, you know, he would make sure there was nobody weird hanging around our house. Uh, I mean, he would just do anything. He took care of our neighborhood road, which is un it's unpaved, and he would take his tractor out there. He was just a good guy. So, you know, I don't really know Ron DeSantis, but knowing my friend uh, whose name was AJ and what a good guy he was, it gives me a good feeling about Ron DeSantis. Um, 
it's interesting about Ron DeSantis is the the election um next year. Let me get let me get him back up here again. I, I had his cards up here. Hold on. D D. Here we go. Okay, so okay, it's actually 2024. So He's got such powerful cards next year because he's in his rebirth year. So his birth, his birth card, um, and his ruling card are up in the crown line next year. You know, um, so um, I don't think he's going to be president necessarily, but he's got really good cards next year. Uh, during the election, he's in the following year, and his cards are not so great um, in that year. Okay, we'll see. Either way, though, Ron DeSantis is destined to become more and more famous, more and more well-known, uh, and probably do well. And I mean, he's already doing great in his career. He's the governor of Florida, right? And he won by a landslide. But he he's he's likely to go on in some way and, and maintain that level of success for a long time in his life. Okay, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is an eight of spades with a three of spades ruling card and an ace of hearts decanate ruling. So he's he has the three of spades and ace of hearts, which are, are two of, um, uh, geez, I, I hate this when I, when I uh, can't remember somebody's name. Um, but um, hold on one second, uh, I'll look it up. <laughs> You're gonna be you're gonna laugh when I when you realize what it is. Okay, yeah, okay. He's got two of the, of the same cards as Tiger Woods. Sorry, took me a minute there. So he's got an ace of hearts and three of spades. So you know that that combination, that birthday, ace of hearts and three of spades, is highly sexual, highly sexual, and they want a lot of variety in their love life, and they, that's what they tend to have. So he's he's got that going on. He's had that going on for a long time. And he's also an eight of spades. And eight of spades can be, um, you know, very, 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 very controlling, dominating, uh, because they have the king of clubs as their first karma card. Okay, the king of clubs is the first karma card. It makes eight of spades people, they can have a lot of difficulty on personal relationships because they're just too strong with other people. Not all of them. Don't get me wrong, it's not every single one you meet, but I've known a lot of them. I had a I had a guy that used to work for me. He was in eight of spades, and he was the super worker of the of the whole, he was the best worker I ever saw. Okay. But he could and we put him in a management position. And that was a bad mistake because he was a terrible manager. He was a great worker, but not good at communicating with people, just too strong, you know, in his own way. So uh I didn't see any bad cards for Hunter Biden, even though I know that the Republicans are going to try to unearth this whole connection he has with China. So I want to just stop for a minute and talk about China. Just I, I it just sort of dawned on me what China has, because they had such exponential growth for the last 20 years, is they had a lot of money. Now, that's changing now because of all the COVID lockdowns and different things that are going on over there. But they went all over the world and they offered money to all kinds of people. And if you weren't, if you, if you were in, 
in a position of power, they're going to offer you some sweet deal with money. They did it in Australia. They did it all over the world. India, they, you know, here's some money. Well, we want to build a port. We want to have an office there. They went around and gave money to all kinds of people, including Hunter Biden. There's no doubt about it, you know. And it's there's no doubt that that money also went on to Hunter's father, Joseph Biden. Okay. But I don't think it's going to affect them. I do see some difficult cards in Joe Biden's. I do not see bad cards for Hunter Biden. Really, um, the next year might be really difficult for Joe Biden in some ways. And I, it's not about, I don't think it's about the election, but who knows? He has some fives and nines and so forth that are going on. Anyway, so money is the big thing in our society today. You know, if somebody has money, they get things go their way. Okay, well, that takes us to San Bankman Freed, March 6th, a four of spades, five of hearts, and six of diamonds, decanate ruling card. Okay, so his company, FT, what's it called? FTC, I think it is. Uh, F's, uh, what is it? FTC, I think. I can't remember. Um, FTX, thank you. Appreciate it. His country, his company was worth. $20 billion like a year ago. And now it's worth nothing. <laughs> and where did the money go? And he did it in such a way that he really can't get caught. And not only that, but he contributed so much money to a lot of the Democrats. That's who he gave money to supporting their, that he's being protected. I looked in his cards, I didn't see any problems. Like, I mean, the guy is guilty as hell of one of the biggest ripoffs in history. But I don't think, I mean, unless it happens two or three years from now, I don't think he's going to get uh, anything really bad happen to him from that. Which brings us to karma. Brings us to karma. So the thing about karma is that it's not all instant karma. Uh, karma that we accumulate both good and bad in this lifetime will often be handed out to us in the following lifetime. We don't really know. We have no way of determining when our karma is going to come due, both the good karma and the bad karma. I mean, I can look in a person's astrology chart and see where good and bad karma is coming through, coming about in this lifetime, but we don't know where it came from. We don't know if it was just immediate form of lifetime or was it five lifetimes ago or whatever. Uh, sometimes there are times though, however, when we can tell that something is from the lifetime just before this one. Uh, that's not so common, but it's not that uncommon either. Uh, I mean, if you have any planets in the 12th house of your chart, then you have brought forth from that previous lifetime some traits. And we can say something about you, what your life was like in that lifetime, if we know what planets are in your 12th house and what the aspects they have <clears throat> to other planets in your chart. So karma, we you might see a lot of people getting away with really bad things, and sometimes they get caught in this lifetime, and sometimes they don't. I mean, OJ got off. In his first trial, and he got caught in the civil trial. And then he finally got caught, like, you know, hijacking those guys and got put in prison, you know? So, I mean, it, it maybe some of it came around, but maybe not all of it. Maybe though, if he did murder Ron Goldman and Nicole Simpson, maybe, maybe he's going to have to suffer something like that in the next lifetime. We don't know. It's none of our business anyway. We need to focus on our own lives here. Okay. But I, 
I, I, I the way I look at it is because because we're most of us are living out of this mind identified way of being where we have a story for our life and we're trying to make the story turn out good. We're trying to have a good future because most of us are in that place. All of us are susceptible to corruption. Not that everybody will take it, but a lot of people will. Most of us will accept corruption. If somebody came along and said, here's a million dollars, would you vote for this guy? You would, you would do it. You know what I mean? I mean, most people would do that. So you take that to a higher level where there's so much money and so much power. It's about money and power when you get up into the political arena. And power comes down to money again, too. But money, money talks, bullshit walks. And money is the name of the game. And I don't care what government you have. They're all corrupt. There's corruption in every government in the world. Some are more obvious. Some are more hidden. I mean, in Russia, it's just out and out. You know, in China, it is just out and out now. I was totally oblivious to it when I went to China two years ago. Um, I thought it was a great, nothing had happened. It was just before COVID. And I thought, wow, this is a great society. I mean, I don't like the fact that you they, they, that you can't say what you want to say, but everybody's having a good life here. Everybody has a good life, you know? So I was impressed. And then I found out in the last year or last six months, that China is completely corrupt from bottom to top. Russia is completely corrupt. You know, they can't even, Putin can't even count on his generals uh, not selling the equipment that they give him for the war. You know, there's just so much going on. It's it's so interesting. So here we are, we're in the age of, of Kali, the dark age, and we see corruption everywhere. And that's the way it is. Let's have fun. Speaking of having fun, uh, David Chappelle and Bill Burr are two of my favorite comedians. I've I've known about them for a long time, but I've really been never really paid attention to their comedy. And I I take I've taken it upon myself in the last couple of weeks to listen to some of their things. And I just think they're just great. I mean, because they remind me both of George Carlin. George Carlin was a guy that, you know, if you don't, you, I'm sure everybody here knows who he is. He he could talk about what's really going on in the world in a way that wasn't judgmental, but just was just, you know, showing us how ridiculous it was, you know. Uh, and, you know, I, I I just love George Carlin. George Carlin was a seven of diamonds, jack of hearts, a Taurus seven of diamonds. Well, Bill Burr is a seven of diamonds also. He's a Gemini seven of diamonds, seven of diamonds, five of spades. And Dave Chappelle is a two of clubs and an eight of clubs. So with David Chappelle, what you may not know is that this guy, he is very concise in what he says and he thinks about what he's saying before he says it you know i mean he really puts a lot of thought into it um you know i watched a couple speeches that he gave um to it, it wasn't a comedy thing it was just him giving a speech and oh my god the guy can really talk i mean he really is he's got a command he's got that king of cubs and that two of clubs intellect he's really amazing uh, communicator and he's not stupid and he's the guy that gave up like a 10 million dollar or was it 10 million or was it more uh contract to do a show you know he was going to be offered a to have this show and he, he turned it down because he didn't want to he didn't want to buy into the game and that's such a king of clubs thing to uh take a stand for a, a principle was it 50 million thank you for that <laughs> i knew it was in the millions i thought i was yeah, it was big. It was a lot of money. I mean, anybody else would have taken the money. 
uh, you know, I mean, most people would have taken the money. So, you know, that, that was, that's those two guys. And if you haven't checked them out, they got some great humor. And of course they have a ton of videos on YouTube. If you, if you go, I don't know if you guys actually go on YouTube, there is some different disinformation on YouTube, but most of it I find is good. And I find that there's a lot that the, that the regular media outlets do not uh, give you, you know, they don't give you that information. Okay, guys, what we're going to do now is we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back and open up the the phone lines, whatever, uh, for sharing and questions. Let me get this uh, media player back up. I'm going to pop a song in here and we'll be right back after this song. Uh, whoopsies, what happened there? Okay, just uh, a short thing here. Be right back. In case you all need a bathroom break. You can raise your hand, by the way, if you'd like to share or ask a question. Okay, that's good enough for that. Uh, thank you for being patient. Okay, uh, first up is Lisa Harris. Hi, Lisa, you can unmute yourself. Hi there. How are you? I'm good, and you? Good. How's it going? Um, well, I have nine of spades and Saturn coming up with my planetary ruling card, 514.58. Uh, yeah, you told me you had some rough stuff that happened recently, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so um I should have listened to you two years ago. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. So anyway, I have to I guess I have to go to court to get this restraining order and I'm wondering it's gonna be during my nine of spades period. Well, you have a nine of spades 
but all the other cards connected to it with it are pretty good. Well, let's see. It, <laughs> it's well, there's a ten of hearts and a king of hearts. Those are good cards. And there's a four of spades with the nine of spades. Those are good. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't think it's going to be some devastating bad thing. So I think she should step. I would definitely go ahead with a restraining order if it were me. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then they're pressing charges because they arrested him. And so I guess it's, now it's against the city of Seattle versus him. Because then well, he showed back up. He showed back up again and said he wanted me to sign some paper. And I was just like, you need to leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these things are difficult. These kind of things are very difficult to deal with. Uh, I mean, but you have to understand that that whatever's happening to you is specifically for you on some level. You know what I mean? Like it's it's something there's a spiritual lesson there for you in some way. There's a lesson to be learned. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like be more careful in how who you let into your house or what. I'm not sure, you know. But if you if you look at it like you're a victim and have no connection at all to what happened, it'll happen again and again and again. Right. You know, I just you know. can't help it. My dad was like so kind and giving and loving. And so I have his heart and I don't know how. Yeah, how but there's leave. something that you're doing. There's something you're doing that has to be looked at. It's, this this is not the first time, right? I mean, I know you. Uh, we've done <laughs> readings, lots of readings together. This is not the first time this has happened. This is not like, oh my God, I've never had this happen before. This ain't one of those, right? Right. Lisa, it's something that you've had ongoing for a long time. Okay. So it's time to like take a look and say, well, what is it I'm doing here that might be contributing to this kind of situation showing up in my life again and again? Does that make right. sense? Yeah. yeah. I, it's going to keep happening. <laughs> until you get it, until you get what you're doing about it, what you're doing to contribute to this scenario. I don't know, you know, um, I mean, you got a whole lifetime. There's no hurry here, but. <laughs> well, he definitely was a narcissist and my mom was a narcissist. So it's, I didn't really understand narcissism. So it's just. Well, you know, I labeling people. I mean, it's all fine, okay? You can label people fine, but you're not going to learn anything from labeling somebody. You know, you just put them in a box and they can still come and do whatever they're going to do to you. I mean, you know, it, it's not like some kind of a... We think, we think, oh, you know, oh, I label them a narcissist because they are a narcissist. Somehow we think that is going to do something good to stop the situation or change the situation, but it's really not going to do anything. You follow me? What, yeah. I'm ta what I'm telling you about is beyond labeling is that you have to be willing to take a look and see what is it? How am I approaching these situations that I keep getting me myself in these kind of situations? Well, know? I am in people pleasing, you know, like, Okay. I, I don't love myself enough. I think I need to love myself more. Well, it doesn't sound like you've quite figured it out because when you really know what it is, when you really know what it is, you know what it is. It and sounds how do you like find it, that? How do you, you find have, that? You have, to, you keep, you have to keep asking yourself. You have to say, what is it? What, what am I doing here? You have to keep asking the universe to, to show you the truth. And eventually it will. It definitely will. 
if you are sincere about wanting to know exactly what's going on, what you're doing that may be attracting these kind of things into your life again and again, the universe will definitely tell you. That's, you know, yeah, to know. what's the old saying? A knock and the door shall be opened. Right. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's the knock. You have to knock. You have to say, God, hey, help me out here. I, can't, I don't know why this is happening. Okay, Lisa, I'm gonna have to let you go. So we have, okay, we have thank to you. Get Ten people, but it's good to hear from you. Good. You I'm glad too. you're okay. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome, Lisa. Okay. okay, we have someone named AJ here next. Are you there, AJ? You have to unmute yourself. I'm fine. Ah, there you are. Can you hear me? Okay. Sorry. Now I can. Now I can. All right. Hey, well, thank you for having the call this week. And thank you for answering, hopefully answering my question for me. Um, I'll do birthday what I can. is 4-17-84. Okay. And just... so my question is, I, I hired a financial planner earlier this year to handle my investments and retirement accounts, and he didn't do a single thing. So I fired him and now I'm looking to hire someone new, but I'm in my Saturn period at the moment. And I feel like I kind of should hold off until the right time, according to my cards. And I was yeah, well, it's, it's a burden on you. It's a burden on you right now. You know yeah, what I mean? Oh, it is. Absolutely. That 10 of diamonds is a burden. Right. But I'm just trying to figure out when the best time to hire somebody new and allocate all of my money, um, when, when the best time would be. And I see I've got these 10 of diamonds coming up under my ruling card in Uranus and, and Neptune, but I'm not necessarily sure if that's a great idea. And then I know I have, I think, I think, I think anything out of Saturn, once you get out of Saturn, it'd be fine. I think that's my okay. opinion. My okay. opinion is that, that like, yeah, I mean, Neptune cards are a little better, but the Uranus cards are not bad either. So, okay. I, I would always said ex expect the unexpected and that scares me when it comes yeah, to Yeah, yeah, it can be like that, but you know, so you just don't have an expectation. That's all, you know, don't have an expectation. Just, you know, like you you're not you're not as powerful as the universe, you know what I mean? Right. You're not as powerful as the whole universe. So, you have to be willing to uh leave some room there for uh something to happen, you know. Well, yeah. And speaking of something to happen, I know I've got a seven of diamonds in Jupiter next year. Um, next yeah. year in late. So September. your problem is you have too much money. <laughs> That's not a problem. No, it's a good thing. <laughs> no, it is a problem because then you gotta, oh, oh I gotta find somebody to help me manage it. Oh, I gotta take, I gotta babysit my money. <laughs> I'm trying to make smart decisions for, for future me and I want to make the best decision I can so that I don't lose it. You're so young. <laughs> you're worried about the future so early on that's a little bit early i think okay <laughs> no and so i mean i mean i'm not i'm not judging you. you can do whatever you want i mean i worried about money my whole life i still worry about it sometimes so you know what who am i i'm so, just trying to protect myself i don't have anyone i don't have there is there is no protection because no matter what you do yeah uh you your money could all be gone in a heartbeat for something that you never predicted Right. But yeah. but it's but it's wise to be as prudent as you can and do your best and then let it go. You know, you do your best and then let it go. That's that's oh, okay. that's the best philosophy. Do you think once I'm out of Saturn based on my yes, cards should be absolutely. okay? Absolutely. And you know, next year you'll have even more money to run out, worry about. 
Well, I'm excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. good. Good to, good, you, to, good, to, good to see you. Bye. Okay, Kristen, are you there? Um, hi, good evening, Robert. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Yeah, I have some um I have some questions in regards to this upcoming year for me. My birthday is 1212. Um and I am what, coming into my what sorry, year are, what year were you? Oh, born? sorry, 62. Okay. I'm six of clubs. Gotcha. Yeah. And um I'm gonna be 60. Mm -hmm. And um I'm coming into my Saturn year on my birth date, which it looks like there's a five of hearts in the birth card and a five of hearts in the planetary ruling card. And also I have five of hearts in my um, long range in 2023. And my husband also has a five of hearts in his long range in 2023. He was born on 2-22-54. Well, I, I can only look at one of you guys at a time. So oh, sorry. Let's just look at your cards for a little bit. Okay. okay. So you're worried about the future. You see fives. You think somebody's going to die or somebody's going to no, have a it's, divorce. No, it's not that I'm worried about the future. I'm just, you know, trying to understand all these five of hearts that are occurring in my spread. Well, five, have, what, what does the book tell you about fives? It's like, well, it's change, change, but it can be travel with five of hearts right. can be travel with a loved one Change of hearts, five, five of it, hearts. It can be mm -hmm. a change of heart, but it also can be travel with somebody that you like or love. Okay. You understand? Did you get that part too or not? Did you? No, I get that. Uh, okay. Thanks. So, you know, it don't just assume that it's going to be bad. Okay, because mm -hmm. long range card is neither positive or negative, and oftentimes they turn out to be positive. It's very common for a long range card to manifest itself on the positive side rather than. So what you do is you look for other cards in the spread that might contribute to whether it's positive or negative. Like if you have other fives in your spread next year, mm -hmm. uh, I don't really see any. Um, are you still working? Um, no, I'm semi-retired. Okay. Just I have a fun of... job. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun. I don't see any fives in you. Oh, I do see a vertical five. I see some fives in your Jupiter period. But if if that's but that's probably going to be like a nice trip or something, you know. So I don't see any negative fives. I don't see any uh divorce cards. Okay. In 2023, you don't? That's correct. Hmm. Did you find some? No, okay. I guess I'm thinking the five of hearts is um, divorce. A divorce cards, but you don't see any of those in my. It has my so chart. many other meanings. It has uh -huh. so many other meanings. It's not just divorce. It could be. I mean, if your situation was, wow, we haven't been getting along at all in the last ten years, this could be the year. And I would, if I was reading for you, I'd say go for it because that would support that. But if you're not in that situation, which I don't think you are, then it's not going to mean that. Do you understand? I do. Yeah. 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 So don't worry about it. It's not going to be an issue. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, all that. Yeah, you're welcome. Glad to relieve your mind there. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Have a good evening. You too, Chris. Okay. Let's see here. Darrow. Darrow. Are you there, Darrow? Hey, Robert. Hey, how's it going, man? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Good. <laughs> Great. So uh, thanks for taking my call. 
I've got a pretty technical question that is on topic for you. Sure. Tonight, and I'll just preface it with um, I've got I just had my birthday, and um, I've got four sixes in the lineup this year, and I've also got. Um, Do you want to tell me your birthday? Uh, November fourth, nineteen seventy six. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, go ahead. So what's this is where it gets a little more complicated is I have two semi-fixed cards. I don't know if that matters for my planetary rulers because I'm a Scorpio. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I understand that the uh, the twins can be another card for me to pay attention to in both cases. Yeah, but I wouldn't read their spreads. Okay. I wouldn't look at their spreads for like what's going to happen to you if that's what you're okay. If you're okay suggesting that. Yeah. So is there a question about your cards there, Dara? <laughs> Just curious. Are you there? I think we lost you. You said I have some. Um, oh, there, there you go. You, you, um, you blocked out there for a minute. Oh, I, I was kind of crossing my fingers that I was going to have uh, some good karma with uh, the Mercury card with the vertical card. What is it? So, what kind of good karma are you looking for? Uh, financial security. Okay. Or, okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, that, that Mercury Mercury period is the least significant of all the periods, you know. It's like, uh, I mean, you'll have a period of security. Sure. But it's not like a large yeah. sum of money came in or anything like that. I kind of got to take the story a little deeper than that. So yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, uh, I got into a surf accident and uh, busted my, my jaw open and got stitches. Wow. And, the day after that, I um, had a dream that I feel told me what, um, what that was all about karmically. Okay. Um, which I could go into. I don't know if it's important. It's okay. Well, we don't have a lot of time for a long description like that. But sure. uh, So then I'm like, okay, well, I was surfing. That's water related. I do have a decanate in Neptune, which is a nine of spades that has... Uh, a seven of uh, spades with uh, ace of spades vertical. So I'm like, ah, I should have been paying attention to that part of Mercury, um, perhaps. Yeah, well, you know, you can learn a lot from by watching the cards when things like that happen. That's a really powerful experience. And the cards would be very good. It'd be, I mean, what you're doing is great to look at your cards and this thing like you can learn so much from that thing. Okay. Yeah, it, it just made me feel like if I pay attention to the activities I'm in, I could get more out of the, the planetary rulers um, readings for that year. Yeah, well, perhaps. I mean, each of your cards has a different part of your personality. You know, it's like a, each one represents a different aspect of who you are. So when you when you read the cards, you look at like, well, what part of me is that? You know, yeah. and uh, as compared to as 
compared to my other cards, mother, my my birth card or my other plants or ruling card or whatever. What part of my personality are these things representing? Because that's where that's going to happen. That's where that energy is going to manifest. It's going to be in that right. part of your life. Okay. Yeah. I think you understand that principle. So what do you, do you have a question for me at all? Um, it was basic, basically because I have so many, um, you know, cards to pay attention to. It was just a little help navigating. You, well, um, you, you're, you have, you're the most complicated, like, because you're a Scorpio and you got a decanate also. That's so many cards to keep track of. I, I think I would like, if it were me, I think I would just focus on a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I was doing. And then this happened and I'm like, oh, I got to Oh, look. then you have to look. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I would do the same thing. Yeah, I, I would. If, if something big, I mean, I had an airplane crash one year, you know, and I found the answer in my ruling cards. But that's before I even knew about the decanate ruling cards. So yeah. the cool but, part of the experience, and I'll just finish it with this, is that um, it represented somebody who was an adversarial role in my, my life, who has been hunting my dreams for um, 30 years as an adversary. And then I finally had a dream where we kind of um, were able to um, relate on a different level. So like a loving level. So uh -huh. it, was like, it was like a release. So I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes dreams can be prophetic like that. And other times they can just be showing us what we're wishing for or afraid of happening. You know, it can be dreams fall into the category of the Neptune card. It's like hopes and fears, you know, what I'm hoping for or what I'm afraid of or both. Yeah, and, and only fears. time will tell if uh, my dreams continue to be peaceful with this character, or if, if I just don't dream about him anymore. Yeah, and you can look, you can look at your Neptune cards this year for some clues of like what's going to be your hopes and fears for this year. That's what it is—the Neptune card every year. It's very okay. interesting. It's like the contents of your unconscious is right there in front of you when you look at your Neptune cards. Wow. Yeah, Thanks, Robert. You're very welcome, Daryl. Great talking to you. You as well. Bye. Bye. I think you're the same birthday as Aaron Rodgers, by the way, the quarterback for the uh, uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Okay, Michael's oh, iPad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know that already? I <laughs> know oh, Roy Rogers too. Oh, Roy Rogers. I didn't know he was a Scorpio. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, Michael's iPad, you're up. Hey, Robert, how are you? Good. How's it going? Good. Thanks for taking my call. <clears throat> um, You're welcome. My question is, um, my birthday is uh, 62277. And I wasn't sure um, since I'm on the cusp. Um, you're not. You're, 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 which one are you? Do you know? I, I, I do not know. That's why. You, I, never, I, you never had your chart done? Oh, um, I do have my chart done. It says it's either a six of diamonds or a jack of spades. No, no. Have you ever had your astrology chart done? Yeah, I have. Well, which which are you? Are you a Cancer or a Gemini? Um, it says uh, tropically. Um, it says that I'm a Gemini. Okay, you're but, a Gemini. But, but with the Vedic, it says that. Yeah, and this is not Vedic. We're not using okay. Vedic here. And don't try to mix those together. They're completely different. If you try okay. to mix, if you try to mix Vedic with Western, you're going to get 
on a tangent it may take you years to get back to reality. <laughs> okay. So you're a Gemini, you're an eight of clubs and a six of diamonds. Now what? So what's your question? Well, first I wanted to uh, figure that out, but um, my question is since uh, the rest of the year, how's, how's my rest of my year looking like? Why does it matter? You got a, you got such good cards right now. <laughs> Do you know what your cards are right now? Yeah, it says here, uh, 10 of diamonds, uh, eight of spades, and then ace of yeah. heart. Yeah, what about that? What about 10 of diamonds, jack of diamonds, 10 of spades, four, I mean, eight of spades, four of hearts. I should you, be good. Then. You should be focusing on this period and taking, getting the most out of it. Like, what can you do in your life to create a place for people to give you more money? You know, what can you do to open up a, a place so that people that want to give you money can give you that money. Okay. Uh, I mean, you should, I would be maximizing this period if I were, if I was, and I had this card before and I did maximize it. And I made more money in that period than I made the entire previous year because I prepared for it. I had ways that I had to increase the number of products and services. This was like 20 some years ago but I had to increase the number of products and services I was offering people so that they could give me more money. And it worked. Okay. So I should be focusing more on, on, on that aspect because I've been going through a lot with, uh, with my wife and my head's been messed up. So yeah, that, I, yeah. That can take a lot of your energy, right? So you don't have much left to, yeah. To deal with uh, that other stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, she, it, most women are very appreciative of, of you taking, of you supporting them. You know, usually, usually they are. I mean, unless you have some other weird behavior that they don't like very much. Uh, if if you're more successful, they're usually on board with that. You know, they're usually uh, happy to contribute to that. You might say, or to help you, whatever. It just depends on. But if you guys are fighting and stuff, or having some difficulties of some kind, then you probably have to address that first. You know. Yeah, it's been taking a big toll on me. Yeah, uh, I I know. I mean, six, your your ruling card, the Six of Diamonds, is not an easy card for relationship. Are you aware of that? That it has issues, emotional issues. Are you? Have you read that before? Yes, I did. Yeah. So you know, my youngest son is a Six of Diamonds ruler, and I can already see how his karma is going to unfold. You know, I can see it. It's already there. I can already see it in him, uh, the stuff that he's going to deal with later in his life, you know. Yes. And I have compassion for that, you know. Um, but it's karma, you know, this is karma. So yes. learn to love yourself more, and then you can be more effective in relationships. You know? Learn to, like, be that person there for yourself. Because a wife or a partner, they can just pull that love away anytime they want. Yeah. That's what I feel it's happening. She's an ace, ace of spades and a seven of diamonds. See, now she's got emotional issues too. Yeah. But she's probably not focusing on hers, probably focusing on yours or something like that, you know, because that's what we do. That's what people do. They, you know, in a relationship, there's like sometimes one person is the weaker and they're the one that gets, has the most feelings and the most, and the other person, even though they're both, emotionally insecure one of them will be the one that plays it out more usually not always but usually you know yes yep. 
So I know this is all for the good, though, for you. Maybe you can just focus on your work a little bit and maybe get a counselor or something. I don't know, you know, something to help. You know, I would I wouldn't go it alone. Uh, a lot to deal with. A lot to deal with. I would definitely get a counselor. I have gotten counselors, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. Uh, when I I was having, and I had so much emotional stuff. My car was cursed. <laughs> okay. I appreciate your your help. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, you're welcome, Michael. Have a good have evening. Good, have a good night. Thank you. Yep. Okay, we got Bader. Who is Bader? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mr. Camp. I have a couple of questions. I sure. had a book for several years and I, you know, tried to decipher everything. I have the first question I have is, and when you have in the um the years that are, are difficult endings and, and so forth, sometimes you put like 32. And then plus two or plus four. Yeah, yeah, I saw that question. I'm glad you got on. Um, I'll answer that for you. you. When you have a plus two, that means you have two of those, not just one. You have two of them, whether they're positive or negative. Two years or no, no. During that year, you have two instant instances of the same thing. I see. Like, for example, you might have two nines in a year. So if it's a year of like cautiousness or something, uh, endings, two nines plus two means you got two nines, not just one. Ah, okay. Yeah. But, Thanks so, for so it's plus two, no matter what it is, whether it's a nine or an eight or whatever. whether it's a good card or, or a bad card, it's okay. just means there's two of them. Yes. Okay. Or three in some cases. Right. Gotcha. Now the other question, if you have a second, yeah. My daughter's birthday is September 19th, 1981. Mm -hmm. And I know she is a five of clubs. Yeah. Um, and this is her 41st, 41st year. So I'm yes. just wondering if you have anything that you could. Well, everything is everything is based on the context. In other words, like what's going on? What is she? What does she want to have happen? You know, things like that. Well, there's a there's a certain person that she is interested in. And I'm wondering whether anything is going to come of it this year. Well, she's in the middle of her Venus period right now. And she's got a three of diamonds. So I would be willing to, to bet that she is feeling a little undecided mm -hmm. about exactly what she wants. You understand? Uh -huh. that's usually the case when you have a three in Venus. Okay. Uh -huh. But she has an eight of hearts there too. So eight of hearts means that she could get, she's probably attracting a lot of people right now. Yeah. You know, normally you would be, you find yourself like very attractive and everybody wanting to date you and this and that. So you combine that with an uncertainty and then you have somebody who, Usually they would like date several people and try it out, you know, try it out with different people. Usually. I don't see any indications here of her settling down with somebody other than she's got a four of hearts long range. So maybe, so, you know, you got to understand she's a five of clubs and a three of diamonds. She's not a settled down type, type person. Wow. And five of clubs are funny, you know, like five of clubs would come up to, 
a guy in a bar and go, um, hey, how you doing? Are you married? No, I'm single. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking for somebody who's really unavailable, not like you. Ah, okay. Well, I don't know about that. This person. Well, you'll see. You'll see. You, we will see. Has she been married before? No, no. And she had not really been interested in anybody until now. And that's the, the problem. The, the, um, that person's birthday um, is. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. She's 41 years old, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's never been interested in anybody in 41 oh, years. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. No, no, right, no, right, no, right. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, I'm just saying that she's, now- she's, she's not going to settle down with anybody. She might have a long-term relationship with somebody, but it's never going to be marriage. It's huh. too hard for a five and a three combined. It's that's a, you know, there's so many uh, committed single people in Hollywood that are five of clubs. It's, it's amazing. okay you know it's so Mm -hmm. common Uh, well i was hoping to hear something different (laughs) well you want her to be like you be like you right she does too so no they they say that but your choices like you'll see like if the guy she's interested in is really available if he's not married if he's not if he's not like dragging an ex behind him no. five kids or whatever no no then, this- then that's a good sign maybe she is ready and yeah. it's not impossible for five of clubs to get married don't get me wrong but it's very rare okay it's rare. Oh, okay yeah. yeah and i you know i see that four of hearts long range maybe that's you know making her think i really want security more because marriage is security you know mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. marriage is it's security mm-hmm. uh but um however Security means lack of freedom, and fives want their freedom usually more than security. Okay. Well, well, thanks for thanks for calling thank in, Bader. Thank you very much. It was fun talking to you. Have a good night. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye bye. Okay, guys, uh, this is going to be put on my pod on my up on Anchor FM and on Spotify. You will not have to subscribe. To listen to this those of you who might have missed the beginning of it you might want to listen to it again i talked about how uh, a couple of announcements you might be interested in if you came in late uh but we're gonna have to leave, we're gonna have to go now but thank you all for showing up i uh, enjoy being with you and i'm sorry i couldn't get to everybody tonight hopefully i'll get more next time i'm pretty committed to having these every couple of weeks so stick around eventually you'll be able to get on and be able to share and ask questions and all that All right. So have a great holiday season. I'm going to try to have one more of these before Christmas. And I hope to see you there. Yes. Thank you very much to everybody. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night. You're welcome, Donna. Thank you. Um, Will you post the link of the guy that went to the future? Uh, I thought I did. Oh, I didn't see it. Or his name, at least, and then I could find it. Did you look in the chat? I did. Look again. <laughs> I re-put. You must have been not here when it came up. I just put it back in there. Do you see it? Um, you have to be looking at the chat, the meeting chat. Yeah, I'm looking at the chat. 